I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Attack the point that they made, but do not attack the person as an individual. Work on your game. 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 Approaching the game aggressively, with that aggression, with that confidence to dominate a game. Dre Baldwin, DreAllDay.com. Work on your game. My next live event called Work On Your Game Live will be taking place January 21st and 22nd, Miami, Florida. The two-day event will be covering leadership on day one, communication on day two. But let me tell you what's more important than even the material I'm going to give you on those two days, because you already listened to my show. You've read my books. You already know about me. You know I'm 100% substance all the time. No fluff, no garbage. But what's even more important than what you're going to get from me at that Work On Your Game Live are the people that you're going to meet. I get people coming to me all the time asking, Dre, I need better quality prospects. I need to build a network. I need to make connections. I want to have better and higher quality relationships. How does that happen then? It does not happen through your phone. It doesn't happen through social media. It doesn't happen on Facebook. It doesn't go down in the DM. You need to meet people face to face, person to person, eye to eye, look people in their faces and shake hands where you are physically in the same space as them. That's where real relationships get built. And you ask anyone you know who is very successful or a person you know who makes a lot of money, whatever you consider to be a lot, I guarantee you they have a whole lot of in-person, real-life relationships. Doesn't mean they don't use the phone or computer, but those relationships get built and the real money gets made when face-to-face interactions and handshakes occur. If you want to be one of those people and you're ready to step up to that next level, you need to go to where the relationships and the connections are at. And the next place they're going to be at is in Miami, January 21st, 22nd, and work on your game live. Go to workonyourgame.live to get all details, register your seat, and I'll see you in Miami. That's workonyourgame.live. All my coaching programs are now open at workonyourgameuniversity.com. We have the self-directed learning where you can get access to 37 plus courses. That's over 2,800 lessons that I have created over the years. You can take them at your own pace and you get lifetime access to all of them. That's one level. The next level is the group coaching programs. I have the Bulletproof Mindset program and the branding and business program where you get live Zoom calls with me where I do a training and an open Q&A and you get the community access, member only community where you can make those connections and build relationships with other people who are on the same journey as you and are like minded individuals that are just as serious as you are about working on your game third level is the third day mastermind. That is the only place that I offer one-on-one coaching. That is for higher level professionals and entrepreneurs who want the personalized direct attention straight from me, not part of a group, but working with me one-on-one. All three levels, you can get access, you can get all details, and you can get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's workonyourgameuniversity.com. You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to occur. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is a go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, techniques, and one unifying philosophy all under one umbrella that is known as work on your game. 
My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day. If you didn't know that, I'm your host today and every single day here on the show. Welcome to the extravaganza. And today's episode is judge the point, not the person. And this is a very useful topic, especially in the world that we're in today and the world that it looks like we're going to be in for the foreseeable future, where everyone has the ability to share their opinion on any subject and anyone has the ability also to give their opinion on your opinion of that subject. We'll get into more of that in a second. First, let me tell everyone that I send out a daily motivation text message every morning that if I was you, if I was in your shoes, I would get that daily motivation text. It's completely free, straight to your phone every single morning. And the only way to get it is all you have to do very simply is just text me right now at my text number. And that's the number that I'm going to text you from every morning. The number is 385-384-6894. Text me there. We'll confirm that you are you. You will get that message every morning. And you'll be able to engage with me there because I do actually respond to text messages. So you can respond to those messages and actually talk to me. And that is me responding to you there. Number again, 305-384-6894. Now, today's topic, judging the point, not the person. As I said, since all of us can share our opinions these days and anyone can share their perspective on your opinion, this leads to a lot of colorful conversation, especially on the Internet, on social media, in the comment sections and on apps like, let's say, something like Twitter where you know, people are just going back and forth with the snarkiness and dunking on people, or he's trying to dunk on each other all day. And this, the whole reason that I'm making this episode about this specific point is that these days I've found that a lot of people want to, in a very intellectually lazy way, decide, okay, let me figure out you know, who you are as a person. And once I make any type of judgment about you as a person that might be negative, it could be looked at as negative, at least in the eyes of that individual. Now I can just put a blanket over anything that you say or anything that you've ever done and paint it as negative because you have this one negative point that I pointed out about you. For example, if you say somebody is, or you are a supporter of this um, political party, and because you support that political party, Anything you do positively, I'll say, well, yeah, they did that positive thing, but they're a supporter of this political party. Or, yeah, you have this opinion, but that's because you voted for this person over here. Or, yeah, you think this way, but let's remember that bad thing that you did 10 years ago that I dug up on the Internet. And we're just going to put that on everything that you do. We're just going to smear that negative thing that I have in my mind about you. We're going to smear that on top of anything you accomplish, anything that you say, anything that you do, anytime your name gets brought up. So basically, they're, again, making this is what. I've seen a lot of people doing, or at least it appears that they're doing, is that they are putting a negative stain on another individual based on your judgment of that individual person, your judgment of who they are as a person, not the judgment of their actual, no, their action, not the judgment of their opinion in the moment, not the judgment of the thing that they did, like the thing that they're doing right now, at least the thing that you're not judging the action or the statement or the, the opinion or the achievement. You're judging that person as a human. And when you're judging someone as a human, well, it opens up a, a whole bag of challenges, let's just say, that I'm going to lay out here today. And the reason that I thought of this very topic was I was on YouTube. I'm actually, I'm always on YouTube. Well, my content is always on YouTube. And I go through and read the comments. I still, to this day, will read through the comments that get posted, at least the ones that I can see publicly that haven't been you know, moderated out on YouTube. And since I put up content every single day and I have so much content out there, I get a lot of comments often on videos that I put out years ago. Somebody will find it and leave a comment on it, stuff like that. But somebody left a comment on one of my YouTube videos and they asked, I don't even know what the topic of the video was. Because these days now I just go through and just look at the comments, respond and keep moving. I don't even look at what they're commenting on. 
But someone left a comment on one of my videos that said, well, Dre, I want to know who you voted for. Did you vote for Trump or did you vote for Biden? And then they said they followed up that question by saying, well, I'm new around here. I'm new to your channel and I don't want to make any assumptions. Well, it's good that this person didn't want to make any assumptions. But at the same time, it's not good that this person asked me the question that I vote for Trump or Biden for a couple of reasons. There's a couple of reasons why it's not good that they asked that question. First of all, I'll tell you that I just shared a not too long ago. I talked to you about how a lot of things that we used to make that we used to keep private, such as what we did medically and what we did in the voting booth. Those things are things that you never even asked anyone about. Nowadays, everyone is putting that stuff out on Front Street as if you need to let everybody know. All right, here's what shots I've taken into my body. Here's who I voted for. Here's the political party that I support or represent. Those used to be private things. Now they're public things. Is everyone's just putting all their business out there into the world because who knows why? There are a lot of reasons for it. I did a whole episode on that. I had to pull up what episode that was. I'll pull it up in a little bit if I get to it here today, or we may put it down below in the show notes by the time this episode comes out. So that's one reason why this question was a little bit of a challenge, that the fact that this person asked the question is a challenge, not the question itself. And the other thing is, it's good that they didn't want to assume. So that's a good part. But the other one is that whatever that video was about, I don't remember specifically which video this person was commenting on, but the topic was not about politics. It wasn't about government. It was not about Trump or Biden. It wasn't about any politician, period. It seems, and I could be wrong, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go make an assumption right here. And you could tell me if you assume something different, but it seems that this person wanted to label me and my points based on my political affiliation. The challenge is I don't have a political affiliation. I am not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I'm not registered as either. If I'm registered as anything, I'm registered as an independent, which means every vote that I make will be earned by whatever politician I choose to vote for. But this person was saying, well, who'd you vote for? Even though I wasn't talking about voting, I wasn't talking about politics. So I guess they were looking for a way to label me. All right. Well, since you voted for this person, anything you say on this topic, I'm going to discredit. Or if you voted for this person, anything you say, you say on this topic, I'm going to maybe they were going to support it. Maybe they're going to be OK with it. Had nothing again, had nothing to do with what I was actually talking about in the video. But this is normal behavior these days. This is not an outlier what this person was doing. This is something that people are doing all the time. So my aim today in this episode through what I'm going to share here today is to help edit that behavior. We're going to help edit and remove that kind of behavior to where you know, people can actually judge the point that somebody's making. If you disagree with somebody's point, then just disagree with their point. Now, you don't have to say, all right, well, we know that this person is wrong because they support this party or they voted for this person or here's something negative about them that I'm going to put up or here's some joke that I'm going to make about them. or Here's something I want to say about them that says, all right, we can laugh at them and discredit everything about them simply because it's one thing that whether it's real or imagined, something that you had to create that we're going to point out that just makes them non-credible. Let's get into our points. So I don't even have to, I don't step on anything I'm going to say here today. Point number one, the topic once again is judge the point, not the person. If you disagree with somebody's point, then attack the point. Attack the point that they made, but do not attack the person as an individual. Now, this one, this can be hard to do sometimes, especially for those of you who may get into an emotional state over a certain point. Let's say the topic is, I mean, how many topics make people emotional these days? Politics is one, any type of social issues, uh, anything that involves uh, gender. That's another thing that gets people, anything that involves medicine nowadays. Now people are getting emotional over medicine. What another person does with their body medically, that has become a hot button issue. So any of these topics that get people emotionally triggered, and we know that there are many of them these days, 
when that type of point comes up, what happens is because people are emotionally triggered, instead of thinking logically, which will lead you to attacking the point that the person made, instead, people are thinking emotionally. And when people are thinking emotionally, they go to just the first thing that their emotions are pointing towards, which is let's just figure out a way to judge this person as an individual, because if we can judge them in a negative way individually now, anything that they ever say in the future, we can just completely discredit and throw away. We don't have to listen to because look at this negative thing we made. This negative thing we noticed about this person's character. This is what people are doing these days. My suggestion, though, is that you do the other thing. Control your emotions and judge the person's point if you disagree with the point. Utilizing your critical thinking skills, which we covered in episodes 1826 and 1827. Also, your logic. Ask good questions. Utilize critical thinking skills and logic. Ask the person questions about their point. Ask them about their perspective. Ask them how they came about that perspective. Maybe, just possibly, you might learn something. Maybe. This person, because you asked them logical questions, not emotionally charged questions, you were willing to listen to them. And now, miraculously, magic formula, they may be willing to listen to you. And then you can have something called a conversation, not an argument, but a conversation with this person. When your questioning starts with, as this person on in the YouTube comments did, starts with things about the person, about their in, that person as an individual that have nothing to do with the actual point that they made. In today's climate, it makes it look like, at least to me, that you're looking for a reason to dismiss anything that they said, like this person was doing. In the, and it, now, again, the YouTube comment section is not representative of all human beings. It's probably the worst representation of all human beings, the YouTube comment section. But this person, this person's example gave me the idea for this episode. So we can be glad that they exist, even though it might be better if they didn't. I replied to this person with exactly what I'm telling you right now. And I let them know, listen, well, who I voted for, first of all is not your business. Second of all, there was more than just Trump or Biden uh, running for office. Third, there's the option of not voting for either one or not voting at all. Maybe I didn't even participate in voting. Maybe I'm not an American citizen and don't even have a vote. You don't even know. This person didn't know any of these things. So he was asking an assumptive question that was limiting me to two options when there were more than two options. So I told him just that, and this person didn't engage any further. And I said I was going to do a whole episode talking about exactly what I'm talking about here today. So maybe this individual got the point. Maybe they didn't. We will never know. Who knows if this is even a real person? Might have even been a bot. You never know these days on the internet. But let's move on to point number two. Today's topic, once again, is judge the point, not the person. If your question of a point, meaning your questioning of somebody's points or your own counterpoint is strong enough, you never need to attack the person who made the point. You never need to attack their character. You never need to attack their personality. You never need to make any insults. You don't need to dredge up anything negative that you could think about them from their past to try to make them look bad, to discredit anything that they said. You can just judge the point that they made and you can beat them just on that. You can beat them. The merit of your questioning will be stronger than the merit of their point and you can win just on that. You don't need to pull out any other tricks to, you know, quote unquote, win the conversation. I'll give an example. There's a former NFL player named Ray Lewis who played, many of you know who Ray Lewis is. He was a pretty well-known football player, Hall of Famer, played for the Baltimore Ravens throughout his career, won a couple Super Bowls. Now, Ray Lewis, during his career, I believe it was in the year 2000 when his team was about to play in the Super Bowl, early 2000, I think it was the year 2000. Ray Lewis was out in, I believe this was the city was Atlanta, and he was out with some friends. There was some kind of altercation that took place. We don't know exactly. Somebody ends up dead not Ray Lewis. Somebody ends up dead. And Ray Lewis was somehow, he became a suspect and he was involved in the whole investigation into what happened. Now, Ray Lewis did not get charged, nor was he convicted of murder, but he did 
get charged with obstruction of justice, whatever the hell that means. In the state, each state, it might be even different definitions of what that means. Ray Lewis got charged with obstruction of justice. I don't know if he got convicted or he pled guilty or whatever he ended up doing, but he got the charge and he did face a penalty. A, I believe it was a legal penalty and a penalty from the NFL for his involvement, whatever the involvement was in that person losing their life down in Atlanta before the Super Bowl. Now, here's the thing. Ray Lewis, I don't follow Ray Lewis on social media, but even as recently as we could even say maybe even two or three years ago, I remember Ray Lewis had posted something on Twitter and it just it was maybe trending or it found its way to my timeline. And I saw Ray Lewis. I saw what he said and whatever he was saying, it was a he was taking a stance on a topic in which people had had divided opinions. So anyway, in other words, he was saying something that half the people would support him and half the people would be mad at him for saying it. And as soon as I saw what Ray Lewis said, I said, the first thing I thought to myself was, okay, a bunch of people are probably going to bring up that murder situation, obstruction of justice thing that Ray Lewis was involved in damn near 20 years ago. People are going to use that as a way to kind of kind of slam dunk on him right here on Twitter, even though he's probably not even going to see it. They don't even know, he don't even know who the hell they are. They're going to try to use that against him simply because they don't like the point that he made. And this is the exact example of what I'm talking about. People judging the person rather than judging the point or even attacking the person rather than attacking the point. So Ray Lewis made his point, whatever it was he said, his opinion. And a bunch of people in the comments were saying something. They were using things like, oh, well, you're you're a murderer or you killed somebody. Oh, well, you need to be quiet. You killed somebody. You should be in jail and these kind of things. And that's what I mean here. Now, granted, this is Twitter and who knows who these people actually are or even if they're real people. But I feel and I talked about this. I did a whole episode on this exact topic that social media has become real life and real life has become you know, the fake thing that we can't believe anymore. I talked about this in episode number. First of all, in episode 490, I told you that social media is the new TV show and do not be fooled by the actors. And I told you that, let me see if I can find that episode where I told you that the difference between what is, what's fake and what's real. And there used to be things that we could believe. There used to be things that if we seen them with our own two eyes in real life, that was the thing that was real. And the stuff that we saw on the internet, we knew that was just people pretending on the internet. But nowadays it's kind of flipped around that nowadays it's whatever people are doing on the internet. Maybe that's the real representation of who they are as a person and what they're doing in real life. That's the part that's fake. We don't even know anymore. Things have changed so much that everything has flipped. So when I see people on Twitter saying crazy things in the comment section, again, I don't even know who these people are. I think this is a pretty clean representation of how these people really talk or maybe at least how they really think. The Internet just gives them the space to say it to anybody, whereas in their real lives, who knows, they might not. They probably don't have access to be talking to somebody like Ray Lewis or leaving a comment. But the whole point that I'm making here is this. When you disagree with somebody's point, if your disagreement or challenge of that person's point is strong enough, you don't have to say anything about their character, their personality. You don't have to insult them in any way. A critical thinker can knock down and beat up and destroy another person's point without ever attacking the person or without changing the subject. Unfortunately, there are so few people out there who are capable of executing on this that you might think that this ability doesn't even exist. I'm here to let you know that uh, there is hope on the way that this ability does exist. There are people out there who have this ability. There are people out there who completely understand exactly what I'm saying because they live it every single day. And this potential is within all of us. All right, we all have the potential to do this, that you don't feel what somebody said. You can attack their point, beat up their point, destroy their point without ever saying anything about them as a person. And understand that this works in reverse too. When someone questions your point, 
You make a point, someone questions it, has a problem with it. You don't need to attack them personally. You don't need to feel defensive yourself because they challenge your point. A point is just a point. All right, the point that you made or the point that somebody else made, even if it's against yours, it does not define you as a person, doesn't define them as a person. And that's why, as I told you in episode 734, that we need to keep all of our opinions flexible. And keeping your opinions flexible means understanding that, yeah, you have this opinion right now, but hey, you might change it pending new information, new experiences, and new perspectives that you gain. Do not marry yourselves to your points or your opinions. And again, don't take it personal or make it personal when you or another person, when you challenge somebody else's point or somebody else challenges yours. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is judge the point, not the person. In a logical, rational conversation, both sides should learn something. Now, again, in a logical, rational conversation, both sides should learn something. Even if we completely disagree, I should learn something about why you have your perspective and you should learn something about why I have my perspective. But the challenge with this is you need two logical, rational, critical thinkers in the same conversation who are not driven by their emotions, but more driven by control of their emotions and logic. You need two people who have both all of those traits. If you're if either one is missing, either one of the people is missing any of those traits, then this is impossible. So if you're if you've been if you're listening to what I'm saying right now, saying, Dre, I can't remember the last time I've seen a conversation like that. Well, let me tell you, first of all, these conversations are possible. Second of all, it is within the capabilities of all human beings. Third, I understand why you haven't seen too many of these conversations, simply because there aren't too many people who are capable of doing this anymore. Unfortunately, I'm not happy about that, but this is just what it is. The disclaimer is from what I just said, and and I just said it, it's hard to find a person who has all of following three things. Number one, an opinion that they're willing to stand on and defend. Number two, an openness to having that opinion challenged with counterpoints from other people. And number three, a willingness to listen to those counter arguments and also to allow that someone else might have a good point. Let me say those three things again, that in order for you to witness or be involved in a logical, rational conversation between two people where both sides learn something, you need to have both sides of the conversation need to have all three of the following. Number one, an opinion that they are willing to stand on and express. Number two, an openness to having their opinion challenged with counter opinions from others. And number three, a willingness to hear a counter argument and allow that, you know what, I don't agree with you, but that point you just made, I do. That is a good point. That's a strong point that you made just there. How many people do you know who have all three of these? They'll share their opinions publicly. They're open to you challenging that opinion. And they're willing to say to you, okay, we don't completely agree, but that's a good point that you made right there. When's the last time you heard anybody do that? I don't agree with you, but that's a good point. When's the last time you heard anybody say anything that sounds like what I just said? How many people do you know are willing to do that? When's the last time you did it? Everything I just laid out, the fact that you need all three of these present in two different people to have a logical, rational conversation is why you don't hear too many logical, rational conversations these days. That is true and it's crazy at the same time. Let's recap today's class, which is just the point, not the person. Somebody on YouTube left a comment on a video asking me who I voted for, Trump or Biden. They were limiting me to two options when there are other options, like other people who are running, like maybe not voting at all. Or maybe I'm maybe I'm not even an American citizen, but who even has a vote? Maybe I'm a, a convicted criminal and I can't even vote. But this person was limiting me to two options and saying, well, I didn't want to make any assumptions. Well, it's good they weren't making assumptions, but it's also bad that they were even asking this question since the topic that I was talking about 
had nothing to do with voting or politics or the government. So what they were doing was looking for a way, again, this is my assumption, they were looking for a way to judge me as a person rather than judging the actual point that I was making in the video, which is what led to today's topic. Point number one, if you disagree with someone's point, then attack their point. Do not attack the individual. Don't attack the person. Utilize your critical thinking skills and your logic and ask them good questions. When your questioning starts with things about the person that have nothing to do with the point, then in today's climate, it makes me think you're looking for a reason to dismiss that person like this person on YouTube, it appeared they were doing, or this bot on YouTube, who knows? But I told this person exactly what I just told you. So maybe they got the point, maybe they didn't. Point number two, if you're questioning of someone's point or your own counterpoints are strong enough, you don't ever have to say anything about the person who is speaking. You don't have to talk on their character, on their personality. You don't have to offer any insults about them. And that's childish. And it belies a lack of emotional control. It also belies a lack of critical thinking. Critical thinkers can knock down another person's point at and completely do so without changing the subject, without attacking the person. And this also works in reverse. If you are a critical thinker and someone questions your point, you don't need to feel defensive. You don't need to attack them because your point is just a point. All right? The point does not define you as an individual and you keep all your opinions flexible. And you can be open about keeping your opinions flexible so that you give yourself some space to change your opinion if you so choose in the future. Number three, an illogical, rational conversation. Both sides of the conversation should learn something even if they disagree. The disclaimer is, it's very hard to find these kind of conversations because you need two people who have both of the following. Number one, an opinion they're willing to stand on. Number two, an openness to be challenged. And number three, a willingness to give credit to a counter argument and say that that is actually a good point, even though I still disagree with the overall argument. When's the last time you heard anyone who had all three traits? And now you got to find two of them and get them together to get a logical, rational conversation. No wonder there are so few of them these days. Text me. You want to receive my daily motivation text. My number is 305-384-6894. Work on your game university. All the coaching programs are open, self-directed learning, group coaching programs. We got two of them, one for mindset, one for business, and one-on-one is at the third day mastermind. That's at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused, and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get the daily motivation.